Hello and welcome back to the Pitwall Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about all the news that has happened over the summer break. Uh, it's been two weeks since we had an episode for many, many reasons, but we're back and I'm really excited for racing to start again. It feels like it's been forever since there was a race and this summer has been freaking nuts. <laughs> it's been eventful. It's It's been a wild ride of emotions for for a lot of for people. F1 fans too, though. And we already talked about some of it, but we're just going to assume that you didn't listen, and we're going to talk all <laughs> about the craziness that has been oh, Alpine. <laughs> um, I just, I'm glad that there's more drama this season than just Ferrari. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I guess Mercedes has some too, mm-hmm. but anyway. All right. So there, obviously, we have a triple header coming up, Belgium's coming up then the Dutch Grand Prix, then Monza. So those are some solid races. Oh, yeah. Um, and But to start off with, let's talk about the new engine regulations. Uh, Dawson, you were just telling me that they were kind of confusing. Yeah, I was like taking a look at them yesterday when, you know, prepping for this, and I was just like, you know what, Nick's, Nick's got this part. He, he, he can cover this. I'll, I'll talk about the teams a little bit. <laughs> I will be wrong. I'm ready, I, but I've done some research okay. and I hopefully I understand it enough. Just the video alone that mm-hmm. the F1 posted, I was like, this is complicated. <laughs> so basically their goal is to maintain the spectacle while being more energy like uh, efficient. Efficient, yeah, yeah, and like conscious. That's about the only thing I did understand from what I watched. Okay. <laughs> so they're they've had a goal of um being net zero by twenty thirty, which is like carbon neutral, which yeah, is kind of I don't about for F1 cars. I don't know how it's possible. I don't either. Not even just that. They're talking about the whole sport. So like this is like the ships that go across the ocean yeah. to take all the cars. Like I don't understand. But they said they're on track, so that's pretty cool. They must and, have a plan. Yeah. At least figuring out. I mean, maybe they're just gonna buy more stuff. <laughs> just have stuff <laughs> they, in they, every they, race. Yeah, they buy stuff just to keep it here and there. It might be well. It's definitely not cheaper because they would have done that by now. Yeah, but, for sure. And you should look up. Um, there's a really great YouTube video that if you haven't seen and the viewers haven't seen, is pretty cool. It's called the Logistics of Formula One. It's, oh, yeah. It has like five or six million views. It's not by F1, but mm-hmm. it is super cool. Okay. Because they talk about that. like transatlantic stuff. Anyway, hmm. so so in 2026, you know, everybody's been talking about this power unit that's going to change and like what's that's going to mean. Um, it's going to have similar power, and but it's going to u- utilize more electricity yeah. than combustion. So, well, actually, I don't know if it's more, but it's more electricity than now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's been some interesting stuff that's going on in Formula E right now. Um, like Mercedes, I don't know if you know this, but Mercedes just won Formula E, but they're quitting Formula E. Really? Yes. Well, I think their driver won. I don't keep up with it, but yeah, it yeah. either their driver, someone won. So they have like the best car and they're quitting, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. So it's like, is has Formula E been like a prep for this? I, I don't know. So it could have been, honestly. So maybe that's where they were testing stuff. So the twenty twenty six engine is gonna have more electrical power up to fifty percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the thing that is really complicated about that is the cars are gonna be significantly harder to drive. Yeah. And think about it this way. Everybody's seen the online stuff where it's like Check out this Tesla scaring this guy, and they like gas it really, or not gas oh, it, yeah. electric it, electric <laughs> it, <laughs> throttle it really, like really hard, you yeah, know. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I know what you mean. So that makes it harder to drive, yeah. you know, and that's just a street car. So if you take 
if you make a, a hundred, uh, sorry, a thousand horsepower plus, yeah. a, and then you take half of it as electric, mm-hmm. it's gonna be like it's really sensitive. Speaking of like stuff like that, like you, how you were saying, like the revving, I saw this uh, this video about like the first, I think it was fully electric, either Mustang or it was a Camaro, and when they revved it, it sounded like a you know like a loud show car. But it was all fake. It was like uh, yep. it was just a fake sound, which I thought was crazy. There's a Dodge Charger coming out. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know how that we have. They haven't made a pun about the Charger yeah. being electric. But anyway, <sighs> um, with that said, they tend to put fake revving sounds yeah. in, which I don't know. What's your opinion on that? Let's just take a side. Do you think it's cool or do you think it's dumb? I think it's. I, I mean, I think it's the the good or the the right choice because like a lot of people like that have those they cars care. yeah yeah a lot they, of people they, they want t- that noise there's a lot of people in tuscaloosa that care about yeah. that revving yeah seriously um well i uh, i don't know so what are they you tell me they're gonna put fake sound into the, the f1 car if it gets goes a full electric full electric i think in probably like probably not 24 20 35 or 6 maybe it goes full electric full electric yeah maybe I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to keep up. I feel like they're going to try to, but like... It could fail. Yeah. But this is why they're taking their time. Yeah. I'm scared about these regulations. It could like mess everything up. But yeah. they're claiming, and they've done their research, that it should be okay. So um, this is the part where it gets pretty complicated. So they're re- we're removing the MGUH, which is the motor generator unit heat. And from what I understand, it has to do with like it's almost not even needed because there's less combustion going on. Mm. So, and it, it in, in the removal of the MGUH, they have room to put some of the other electrical things. So because it's more hybrid, they yes. don't really need it. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, they okay, don't okay. need it, as far as I understand. Gotcha. And then, here, I'll use this car as a diagram. So, um, so this is obviously not this year's car, but this is good enough. Um, so, like, most, a lot of the components are in a safe compartment back here to keep it from blowing up. Yeah. So they're going to move some more of the electrical components into the safer capsule. I believe gotcha. it's back here. So, um, so yeah, that makes it safer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously lithium batteries are never fully safe. I don't know if they're made out of lithium. I think it's like cobalt and some other stuff. Yeah. But um, anyway, all this to say it's going to be harder to drive while hopefully similar performance um, they're also going to move to hundred percent sustainable fuel. So that's like kind of nuts. That's awesome. Um, and so I think the big question is now that you've heard this, who do you think this is going to benefit the most? I've gone back and forth on who it would benefit the most. Like, cause if you think about it, the thing, one of the things that's hurting Mercedes this year that we kind of haven't talked about in a while is they made the fuel, I believe it's 10% um, mm-hmm. sustainable. And because of that, I mean, there's no, like, confirmed numbers, but the speculation is that um, they don't, like, they can't cope with that for some reason. Like, they're having Mm -hmm. trouble adapting their engine to that. So the 100% sustainable fuel will really hurt Mercedes, I think. Hmm. I mean, I haven't looked into if any other teams are doing that. So, but, I mean, I don't know. If it's, like, a big change like that, Unless teams like start now, like swapping into like using a little bit more uh, sustainable fuel, then well, they all use they have to use the same fuel, so it's not like they have the option. So like right now, every team is using oh, okay, okay. I believe it's ten percent sustainable oh, okay. fuel. Well, then I don't really know. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I feel like if they're going to a hundred percent, everybody's going to have to adapt to that. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to 
help anybody at first. It's going to be probably like figuring out how to drive the car again. And going if, from 10 to 100% in four years is kind of nuts. Yeah, that's that's another thing. I kind of hope they step up slowly, but... Uh. I have a feeling they would. I don't think they would go straight from 10 to 100%, especially to give engineers that work on these cars like time to like adjust the engines yeah. to what they need. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen any regulations about it. That doesn't mean it's not true, but Yeah. Um but then with the same thing is like the thing that made Mercedes so big. And Mercedes is the one that's like in flux the most. That's why I'm like talking mm-hmm. about them. I think I think Ferrari's going to trouble as well. And mm-hmm. I think oh man, we're going to talk about Red Bull and Porsche, but Oh yeah. Oh, dude. But but that I think they're going to struggle as well. So, but the thing that made Mercedes so dominant was they is they got big when the hybrid engine was a thing. Like yeah. Lewis has won all but two of the hybrid engine era. So it's like maybe they cope with the and like I just said, they just left Formula E. So it's like, are they good at electric? But they just won. Mm. I don't know. Or they're about to leave Formula E. I mean, it's it's Mercedes, man. They're they're probably good at everything. It's just, but they struggle with the fuel. So I yeah. don't know. It's really interesting. I don't. We'll see. I don't even know who will be there in twenty twenty six. I mean, Toto and Lewis are like we're staying ten more years. So but I don't know. I would uh, like to see Toto there for ten more years. I, yeah, me too. I I think and Lewis obviously. I think there's going to be like an easy winner in 2026 though i think it's like one team is going to figure it out and everybody else is going to have like engine blowouts really? yeah like do you have a team or do you think it's just like it's just going to be one that's- uh i mean it's hard not to say mercedes as much as uh-huh. i'm a fan because like i just can't imagine porsche figuring it out yeah. and i can't imagine ferrari figuring it out but maybe maybe someone will surprise us like an alpine or yeah. oh mclaren maybe mclaren but see they have mercedes power units yeah i don't know so with that said, now let's move a little back back towards this year. So, they're they are having some changes implemented starting next race for regulations. Finally, thank God, um, where there's no flexi floors are gone. Okay, there's no more flexi floors. They're doing more tests and that stuff. So that can make this race very interesting, yeah. or it could have literally no effect. I have no idea. I feel like we're gonna see pace from people like we haven't seen all year, dude. Come on, Haas, you could win this oh, race. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. I've been thinking about what my prediction would be for this race, and I still don't know. I'm gonna feel it yeah. as we go along. Um, so yeah, so they're doing some tighter regulations on stiffness. It's starting this week. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna be very interesting. And then to help porpoising next year, they're raising the floor edges by 15 millimeters. The diffuser throat, which is on the back of the car where the air goes out. Mm-hmm. Um the height is going to be raised and the diffuser edge stiffness will be increased. So basically the entire floor is going to be like stiffer, yeah. which I think is, they think will help the car keep it from bending down and bouncing. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a new sensor um, that, that will help that as well. And then uh, they're also doing stuff for the roll hoop, which is cool because since of Joe Glenn use thing. Oh yeah. Um, so apparently the thing uh, we were wondering, like, what is it that was the problem? Yeah. Well, apparently the front of it – I'm going to hold the car up again. I didn't know this car was going to be this useful today. Um, it the, So the front of the roll hoop apparently is pretty flat. And uh-huh. because of that, it dug into the ground when it hit the front and caused it to bend. Oh. So they're going to – they want it to be rounded um, more. So, so that way it'll, that way it'll, it'll yeah. like wobble, which is smart. I, I'm surprised yeah. – um, 
I think that's pretty cool. So I like how quick they're making these changes too. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously not like the biggest change ever. Yeah. I'm sure it'll have some serious effect on aerodynamics, yeah. but but when it comes to safety, it seems like they're like trying to make sure like yeah, like as soon as it came out that they were like like that these like flexi floors were like causing uh, drivers like yeah. like injuries. They're like, we got to fix it as soon as possible. Well, yeah, I was happy about that. Apparently, and I read this about Toto this morning. Apparently, they've been using this sounds really weird, but like horse racing as an analogy, because a horse bounces, bounces a lot, all the time, yeah. and they, uh, there's been like brain damage from that, mm-hmm. from just from jockeys, and yeah. they don't even ride as long or as much. Yeah. So, I think it is important as much as it's oh, like yeah, for sure. I'm not. They don't have uh, they don't have like like you see in NASCAR they have like their headrests like that stops them from going back and forth like with F one drivers it's like only their neck strength right yeah pretty much so that's crazy they have like a neck I know they thing. have like this but like it doesn't really do it I don't think like, it does like anything like in NASCAR it is like on their head like holding yeah. them steady like they can look left and right but if they can't their head doesn't move too far yeah I it's yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I probably looked really stupid just doing this for a minute. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think that is possible in an F one car. And yeah. oh yeah, I don't think it would be. And it's crazy too. Like every time I think about it, like I don't know how they see with the halo. I don't understand. I don't man. F one twenty two doesn't. Yeah, I can't see anything. Yeah, I've driven <laughs> a race in uh, F one on on the game, and it's impossible. Oh yeah. It's impossible. I mean, like I finished barely, yeah. but I did five laps. Well, they, uh, well, I guess like they also have the ability to like even like kind of move their head to see a little past it or not. Or they've also just probably grown used to it. At yeah, this but point. who wants to drive two hundred miles an hour like this? Like, uh, oh yeah, like I mean, looking around. Fair, but maybe the, maybe it's kind of like your nose. Like you just kind yeah. of end up seeing around. Most it. of the drivers also like just know the track by heart. Oh yeah, dude. I always this. It would be too dangerous. Yeah, it would be too dangerous. But I always thought it would be so cool. To have every driver drive their home track blindfolded one time by themselves, by themselves, like have like Lewis do Silverstone. Oh it would be too It'd dangerous. Be terrifying. Too dangerous. Yeah. I know, but it, I actually feel like they could do it. Probably. Well, it depends. It depends on the home race. Like, yeah, <laughs> Silverstone's pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah, Silverstone's yeah. probably pretty hard. Uh, maybe Monza. I feel like I. I feel like yeah, I could drive. Like if you sent Leclerc on the game. to. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Monaco. Monaco. Yeah, I don't think that would turn out too well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that tight one. Turns in that one. I didn't think about that one. Yeah, yeah I don't think you could drive that one. <laughs> yeah, especially the tunnel. Like you'd just be screwed <laughs> coming out of that. <laughs> yeah, dude, you'd have no idea where that turn was. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that game. at all. That's really funny. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> But like, All right, hey, so hey, no. uh, Max would have it easy though. Oh, of course Max he would. would have it easy. But no, dude, his track's hard. The bank track uh, okay, in I the mean, Netherlands. Like, well, okay, fair, fair. But with that said, once you kind of enter the turn, as long as you don't throttle it too hard, you kind of get whipped out of it. So yeah. maybe, maybe it would be okay. Yeah, Silverstone and Monza. Maybe you're right. Or maybe Monaco. Would be a tough one. But I'm trying to think like. USA is too hard. Monza. Okay, everybody has to do Monza blindfold. Yeah, Mon- the Monza first turn like the is impo- turn one and two is like impossible. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, so new regulations next year, uh, more tests. There's going to be a lot of more calculations and stuff. So there we go. So I'm glad they're having some new regulations. Um, and with that said, let's hop into some teams. We're going to save Aston Martin, Alpine, and McLaren for the end because they're cool. like the most interesting ones. 
So give me, is there anything going on? Give me a team. What, what, what team do you want to talk we about? We can talk first? about AlphaTauri. Okay, AlphaTauri? Okay, yeah. that's a good one. So Pierre Gasly, yeah. staying put. He's okay. going to be there 100%. Nice. The other seat, though, is what I'm still, I have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be Yuki. It could maybe even be Mick. Mm. I mean, it could be, or it could be a new, like a rookie. Yeah, I don't know. That seat is interesting. And do you have anything to say about Red Bull? Because I have something. Yeah. Uh, like I, I well, want to relate relate it. So. Oh, uh, I mean, not really. Okay. Um, well, so Dr. Marco, my least favorite person yeah. in Formula One, was, said the other day that like Perez doesn't 100% have the Red Bull seat because he's been underperforming the last couple of months. And he's I'm like, driver number two. I know. I know. I hate it. I hate this guy. I mean, this guy is the guy that also said that. Oh, he says My notes many literally say the dream team is staying together. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I, I I hate Dr. Marco, but anyway, <laughs> with that said, I mean it could be Checo if stuff like really went bad. It could be I'm, Checo, but I'd be yeah, shocked. He's already he's already confirmed his contract though. I know, but they can move him down to Alpha Tower if they want to. No shot. I yeah, I don't think they would either. But also, I didn't think they would give up on Gasly so soon, and they did. So I mean, it kind of made sense, but like. It, yeah. Okay, think about it. If they wanted Daniel Ricardo to stay, they're gonna want Checo to stay. That yeah, it's true. Well, I I'm just saying that's what Doctor Doctor Marco yeah, said. I, I don't think his take is actually important. No, no, no. It's yeah, his is more of a a social. I hate that guy. <laughs> I hate that guy. So much. Get him out of Formula One. Any yeah. anybody? Maybe. Oh well. Okay. Well, anyway, so Alpha Tauri, I don't know who could end up there either. Yeah. I also, you, you know, there's. Wait, are we talking about Alpha? You, you didn't say Alpha Romeo. No, Alpha Tower. Okay, okay, okay. So um, I'm going to go ahead and talk about them too. If that's okay, cool. go ahead. Um, so we're talking about like unconfirmed seats. I'm going to go ahead. And, so right now, Alpha Tari, Alpha Romeo, Alpine, and Williams are like the unconfirmed teams. And Haas. Yeah, sorry, sorry, and Haas. Um, sorry, those were in my Haas notes. That's why yeah, okay. You're good. Um, so I think you, you know of uh, Theo Porcher. Uh, he's, he would. He's like he could be a rookie driver next season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I think I, I think I know him. Yeah, yeah. So him and Mick, I think would are like the possibility of taking uh, Alphatari. Oh, Joe's seat. Oh, oh, he doesn't have a seat still. No, not yet. Oh, not oh, confirmed. Dang. I'm surprised they only gave him a one year deal. Yeah, it's not confirmed. So, and there's a chance that he doesn't keep it. That's I sad. Think. I feel like he's doing okay. He's doing okay. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's like, it's like him and Yuki are kind of doing the same right now. That's, yeah. That's so, a good point. Man, I didn't even think about him losing his seat. Which, I don't know if he will because he's he's like straight out the bat rookie. And like, he's like, actually, like he has had some good races. Um, but just because there he's unconfirmed, there's still speculations, which none of this can ever come to fruition. Yeah. But, this is all just stuff that I've I've seen speculated coming from team news, from F one sports outlets, stuff like that. Where would you place all these people? Like it, like any seat, like of all these people we just talked about, like Gasly, Sonoda, everybody, where would you put them? You would know, you- I I'm I'm gonna be honest. I think Gasly either should go to Alpine or stay where he's at. I kinda wish he would just, he would go to McLaren. Mm, I don't know if he would fit with McLaren. Why? I don't know. I just don't feel like is that the vibe? Yeah, yeah, I get that. But I, just feel I feel like, like he could. I feel like he could match an Alpine. Yeah, 
I feel like he can also like kind of succeed there. A little well, there's better. a seat open. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, but obviously he's set to. He's I think he's in it for the entirety of next season. Yeah, for Alfatari. But Yuki is like Joe is like I'm like I'm fairly confident he could keep a seat. Yeah, I think so. Yuki is like I don't know where that's what's gonna happen with Yuki. You see, Joe feels like he's like trying. Yuki, I don't. I never know what's going on with it. Yeah, it's. I don't think I'm I not think saying he's not that, trying. I think we get that mood because of like his attitude. Yeah, but that's just who he is. But that's also important. It's not as important oh, yeah. to AlphaTauri as it is to like Red Bull and Mercedes. Yeah. But like, because like Mercedes, half the thing that Toto cares about is like Appearance. how you act. Yeah, yeah. And, sa- and same for Red Bull, especially now. Yeah, I feel like AlphaTauri will keep Yuki, honestly. But there, it's like there's still a chance anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but then back to Alfa Romeo. So, like I said, I feel like to keep his seat like locked down, he's gonna like, have to start performing a little better. Yeah, and the um, thing that's so interesting is I feel like a lot of the seats are usually tied up around now, so yeah. there's a lot more ambiguity. There's right a now. lot of unconfirmed seats, which is gonna make these races. This triple header is the most important yeah. three races for all of these. Drivers. I feel like after maybe even after the first race, we're gonna start getting some. Yeah, updates. I mean, obviously it probably after the three but i feel like we'll start hearing a little bit more after the first well the thing about haas too you might have this written down is, yeah. is about them stopping negotiating with mick mm-hmm. yeah they're trying to hold out to see if he gets anything i think yeah that's smart to try and like not be like oh we need you yeah stay so i really hope he goes somewhere else me too i really like i i would like rather see him in the alpine seat mm-hmm than anybody else, but mm, I don't know. Really, who? I don't know. It just I just don't see him at Alpine for some reason. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. Well, I just team. feel like that would give him like the best chance to shine. But like they, I think they want Danny Rick. Yeah, I mean they they do more yeah. than likely, but still, I don't know. I I think he's gonna end up at Haas next year again. Yeah. Hopefully, he just signs a one year deal though. That's what he should do. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that K Mag has another year because. I love K Mag. Oh yeah, K Mag's my favorite. So <laughs> I think he could. He's going to be the Haas race winner. I can feel it. Um, and then last thing for Alfa Romeo, Bottas. He's driving until 2024 for them. Dang, it's uh, a long contract. Yeah. So love Bottas. Stay yeah. forever. Love that man. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some other seats. Oh, did you mention Williams? Because Williams no, Latifi. I kept that for you. Okay, so Latifi, um, has has no confirmed seat i think he pretty much has no seat yeah i don't know if he will because every other year williams has confirmed both their drivers at the same time Mm -hmm. and this year they only confirmed albon i mean of course like that's just speculation but i think we've all been saying latifi's gonna be gone everybody on the internet calls him go tifi and all this stuff but i think he's gone man (laughs) there's just no good reason to keep him like if williams isn't succeeding they might as well make a change yeah and I agree. Albon's doing a great job. So, and I'm not, I'm not like trashing on Latifi too much, but I think, I think it's not like he's doing a bad enough job to get yeah. kicked out. But it's like, it just makes sense. Yeah. I don't know, Nick DeVries maybe. I don't know mm-hmm. who can take a seat. Um, there's a man. There's so many drivers. There's a few rookies that I feel like could make a statement in F1 next year. Yeah, I hope. I hope there are a lot of rookies next year. Yeah. I like the vibe when there's like five rookies, mm-hmm. five world champions. Like it's got yeah. the whole like there won't be, but um <laughs> so and then Ferrari. 
There's nothing going on at Ferrari. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's dead quiet. Well, yeah, they're they're they they've they've got their contracts under wraps, so they're all just chilling vacation. Well, so. I also mean like there's literally nothing. Like they yeah. there's no upgrades news. Oh, yeah. There's nothing. And I can't like Mattia, man. Like this guy, he just keeps doubling down. You'll you'll never mind, never mind. Okay, well, he comes out and he's like, well, There's no reason we should change anything. And I was like, What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you want to win the world championship? <laughs> I don't. You know, a couple people have been commenting recently saying that they don't even think Ferrari cares about winning world championships. They just care about individual races. Really? Which I guess is similar to how they used to think because yeah. they used to be like, oh, we're going to win Le Mans, which yeah. is a race. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, and so. But that makes sense, honestly. I don't know what's going on with them. Hopefully, Leclerc's engine holds up. If Leclerc's engine burns out right after the summer, my sympathy is at an all-time low. Oh, yeah. Um, it's at a high for Leclerc. Oh, yeah, for Leclerc. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Leclerc is a champ. I sent you a thing the other day. It was like Leclerc and Lewis are the only – I think it's true. Yeah. Leclerc and Lewis are the only drivers that even when they win still criticize themselves in yeah. public, which I think is true. Because mm-hmm. not that anybody like boasts on themselves too much. I just – I've yeah, never yeah. seen – I think Vettel did a little bit, but um, not yeah, as I think much. So. Um, okay, and then Mercedes. So, first of all, Lewis is on the cover of Vanity Fair. Yep. Um, <laughs> and there is an issue of Vanity Fair on its way here currently from our friend Laura Bella. So we're going to be ta- we'll talk about that in Thank a subsequent you, episode. Yeah, it's going to be here like tomorrow, unfortunately, or Monday, unfortunately. So it's like oh, so close. Oh yeah. But it's okay. We'll talk about it in the next episode. Lewis spent his summer in Africa. Which is cool. Um, And he says that this has re-energized him to win. And I'm like... What does this man not do? I know. What does this man not do? It's really cool. (laughs) So so they're planning on having an upgrade every single race. This is supposed to be another huge upgrade package. Yeah. Wow. Like... Each week, there's a new upgrade. Yeah, like not like like little things. Yeah, but you yeah, know what I'm saying. Obviously, but this one's supposed to be a pretty major one. So, for this race, so I don't know. I mean, if the flexi floors thing is a big thing, this could be a Mercedes dub this week. Wow. But I don't know. Yeah, that actually. You see you, what I'm saying? If all might, the other teams have trouble. Well, I think we talked about this like on like one of like the first episodes of the podcast where we were saying like once the flexi floors are gone, like I think Mercedes will be back. I would Mercedes love to see back. the grid be like like just the starting grid to be like all six cars like just like yeah. like not even next like like it'd be like Max, Lewis, Leclerc, you know, like Sainz, yeah, yeah, George, yeah. like you know, like just like all mixed in. That mm-hmm. would be super cool. Oh yeah. And this is a great track. I love Spa. Yeah. Last year it got screwed um because it rained and it was just terrible. Like I felt so bad for those fans. Yeah. But once we once we finish with uh Mercedes, I want to ask you a question that I've been thinking about for like the past week and a half. Okay. Well, that's basically it. I mean, the drivers are locked in. Uh I mean, they have no reason to change. I mean, they have had it's so funny because like they've had so much success this year. Like, mm-hmm. if they weren't Mercedes, we'd be like hailing them as wow, so many podiums. Oh, like, yeah. wow, good job. <laughs> Only one DNF. Like, geez. Yeah. But That's anyway, true. all right, That's ask true. me this question. Okay. Um, I've been thinking about it like for like, like ever, I guess ever since the last race, who is going to finish on top for Mercedes, George or Lewis? Lewis. I'm you really think so? Yeah. Lewis has been on better forms from yeah. the beginning, and now this trip to Africa has like reset his brain or something. 
I mean, I think Lewis is going to be the only one that wins a race this year for Mercedes. Oh, okay. I think they'll win a one or two, maybe, maybe okay. two. Um, Lewis has never gone a whole season without winning, so I don't think it's going to change this yeah. year, okay. no matter how bad. And it is going to be tight, though. But I just don't see George um, finishing on top. I okay. just can't. He scored. He's been outscoring him race after race. Yeah. So it's going to okay. be slow, but we'll see. What do you think? I, th- I mean, I, that's. You're the Mercedes, Stan. the Mercedes guy. <laughs> so, I figured I, I just wanted to ask you that to see like what your input was. I like was mixed on it, honestly, yeah. because like George Russell has been doing like pretty well for you know given their their state. But I mean, I, I I've got faith in Hamilton. They have way. Let's just be honest. They have way more points right now than they would if Bottas was there this year. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't think Bottas can cope with a bad car. Mm. Because he has like an that's, okay car that's now. That's fair. But yeah. So anyway, I'm. I mean, He's he drove at Williams, that, that, but that top spec. Um. So uh, I think there was one more thing for Mercedes. Oh, interesting thing I saw. There's an article that came out about Baltas, and he said he came out saying that Mercedes is treating Lewis unfairly this year. And I was like, what? Baltas defending Lewis? This is so weird. What does he think? Like they're like prioritizing this, Russell? They said that that he is convinced that they didn't listen to Lewis's input at the beginning of the season. And I was like, what? Mm, wow. So that's very interesting. I mean, this is a man that just spent five years there, so yeah. th- that's worth some input. But you yeah. wouldn't ever think that. No. I mean, maybe at the beginning, but not now. So wow, interesting for sure. Um, and, oh, let's talk about Red Bull one more time for a second. So yeah. Porsche might be buying 50% of them starting next year. Yeah. Oh. What a I'm, terrible! I I think I I could be dead wrong, but I think that's the worst business deal for them right now. After having got their engine to like where it's like, I mean, they've they're 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 going to yeah, win engine. two in a row. Yeah, hundred percent. First so, constructors since twenty four thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So why would they change? Yeah, this is like. It, I swear, no one in F1 listens to the "if it ain't broke, don't fix it" rule ever. Period. <laughs> end of story. Yeah. Um, but I guess I don't know. Like I feel like it's so volatile, like just like the the cars are yeah. each year that like obviously like when Mercedes like like you saw they had a stint of just having like the best car for yeah. years, um, but then it's just like done. Yeah. So I feel like Red Bull is afraid if they don't keep changing, there yeah. something's gonna happen. But then all, again, if they keep changing, they could just mess it up completely. And Max has been saying that, like, they need to keep doing more upgrades in their planning mm-hmm. this year. Um, I think, funny enough, I think Mercedes is going to straight up hand them the championship yeah. because I think Mercedes is going to start taking points away from Ferrari, who's the basically the only threat yeah. at this point. Because I did the math, and it's basically impossible for Lewis to win the world championship at this point. What about it, Leclerc? Um, Leclerc still could. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not actually impossible, but it would mean Max would have to DNF more than like twice. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so because even if they finished one two the whole rest of the season, I think Max would still win. Hmm. So like Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and that not that that would happen. I've just been thinking about scenarios. Yeah, yeah. So with that said, every point they can take away from Ferrari is going to help Red Bull. Well, anyway, I think now is the time to talk about. Aston Martin and Ferrari and I'm an Alpine and the McLaren yeah. disaster. But first I just remembered <laughs> Michael Massey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh okay. Okay. <laughs> um, is going to be the president of some like supercars organization. Why? 
<laughs> I want this man to work at Walmart the rest of his life. <laughs> um, no, there's anything wrong with working at Walmart. I'm just saying he. Could, I want him to not make millions of dollars every year. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll follow all the rules perfectly at the new place. So, anyway, moving on. Uh, so... Dawson, how about you uh, You summarize the beginning of this, starting with Fernando Alonso. How, how did this all go down? Starting from basically as soon as the race ended last week or three weeks ago. Are you talking about like all the – Yes, the, all the, the disaster. Okay, yeah. so uh, you're talking about like with Alpine and Aston Martin specifically? Yeah. Okay, so uh, was the move before the Twitter announcement with Alonso? Yes, Alonso okay. moved first. Yeah. Okay, so Fernando Alonso – is leaving uh, Alpine mm-hmm. to go to Aston Martin. Terrible decision, in my opinion. Worst decision. But Everybody says he makes terrible career decisions, and these they've been proven right. Yeah. So, um, does is he a world champion? Yeah. Okay. How many two times? Two times. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, I don't know. I felt like he was more of a contender with with Alpine than he will be with Aston Martin because. Well, I guess like we can't really compare him to Bontes because, like you said earlier, he's not really the best in a not great car. I uh, dude, I just this is a bad. I mean, he's he's. I mean, he's not throwing his career away because yeah. I mean, at this point, every year is a bonus year at the age he's yeah, at. That's and, fair. That's fair. But he's not going to win a world championship. He's not going to win more races. No. I don't think unless Aston Martin does their cheating thing again, like they did with the pink Mercedes days mm, when they yeah. were f- f- uh, racing point. Yeah, which they could. I mean, they honestly could, and they could have a great car, if, especially if Mercedes figures their engine out a little better That's next true. year. But um, so then, on top of that, Alpine then goes and confirms quotation marks uh, Oscar Piastri as their driver for the next season on Twitter. Amazing! Without Oscar ever signing a contract, <laughs> and Oscar then tweeted his own to say. No, I'm not. Uh, I have not signed anything. I do not plan to drive with Alpine. Yeah, not even. I haven't signed yet. It it's, was. I'm not pl- driving. Yeah, I'm it's not like, driving. Jeez, well, he hates these people. <laughs> so now they're like threatening to sue him. Yeah, yeah, for millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, and uh and then what we think is going to happen is he's going to end up at McLaren. Yeah. So apparently, the FIA have said that he has a legal McLaren contract. Yeah. Apparently. This is all like, you know, back back what's it called? Back channel yeah, information. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. So with that said, at first I was like, why is Alpine suing him? Like this is sad. Yeah. But apparently then they said we've invested millions of dollars and I was like, how? But apparently they like flew him to Austin uh-huh. and he had like a full-on like test in last year's car and they sent a whole crew out there and they like got the car ready so like that is freaking expensive like that's yeah but can they sue him for that i mean uh i think like if he didn't have a contract with them can they they claim i guess you would know they claim that his reserve contract gives them first them first refusal yeah first dibs i don't know if that's true Mm. i do think they'll sue him though yeah i mean they're going to because Oh, they so can't. Stupid. They can't come out and say that and then not do it because then well, they'd look like even. Otmar, man. Yeah, it's Otmar. I'm calling him Otmar for the rest of my life. Um, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta hate, stand true to that. I hate that guy. 
Like, this is just sad. Like, Alpine is like a, a team I respected, and yeah. I still do. But I don't know. They should have kept Cyril, their their old oh, yeah. team principal. He was cool. Uh, I don't think – I guess they thought he wasn't performing when well When did enough. they get rid of him? 2018? This year. This, this, Wait. This is the first season. Yeah, no. It, I thought – Omar's been there for a while. No, Omar was Aston Martin's team principal last year. Oh, that's what. Okay. Notice I how all the worst teams <laughs> follow Omar's <laughs> trail. They're just right behind him. Well, anyway, um, I don't know, man. It's it's a terrible situation. So then Daniel Ricardo <laughs> is like on the brink of either losing his seat or ending up at Alpine. Because there, like, there's a lot he's of drivers. He's going to Alpine. You think so? I think he's just going to go to Alpine. I mean. That's gotta be that's a bit of foot a uh, foot in the mouth, but um a little bit going After straight Reno. back. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he should have never left Red Bull. Like I I'll agree. never stop 100%. saying this. I think that's the worst career move in the history of F one. Yeah. I don't know. This Alonso. Well, I was about to say Alonso might show us different, but it depends on how next season goes. If, if Alonso finishes like P nineteen hey, next year. But our boy Lando Norris is staying in McLaren. Yeah, that's that's all that matters. <laughs> I mean, first of all, just have to to race with your boss's um oh wait never mind sorry okay the boss is fine mine crack is fine but um the fact that you're uh you have to race next to stroll oh worse no one wants that <laughs> nobody no one likes stroll no one's buddy buddy with stroll no one cares about stroll i bet you that's why vettel's retiring which you forgot to say oh I, I was about to mention something. i don't know if it's, this episode is going to come out before our vettel episode yeah it will the it vettel will. episode okay. we're saving for a while so uh speaking of lance stroll there's going to be a part in that that nick's going to love so i hate lance stroll yeah i don't mind his dad too much but uh, i hate lance stroll <laughs> oh which also be prepared for that episode because nick has absolutely no idea what i've brought for that episode so we're gonna save it like we're gonna rec- we're recording it today but we're gonna save it until there's a week without a race since there's three races coming up but when when it does come out it's gonna be freaking awesome so yeah. i'm really excited so i don't know man like i just this is the craziest silly season like stuff could get confirmed from the time we record this to the time of the next race Honestly. like full transparency it's saturday a week before the next race we're recording a little early this time so dawson could be in studio and who knows? So take all of this with a massive grain of salt. Everything could change. Oscar Piastri <laughs> could be in jail by the end of all of this. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kidding. He's not going to end up in jail. He Well, <laughs> racing for Otmar, he might as well be in jail. But anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so I'm really excited for Spa. Um, let's this talk- will be my first Spa I'm going to watch like live. So it's pretty cool. So have you ever raced it on the game? Yes. Okay. So it's, it's a pretty difficult track. Yeah. Um, you know, as we are experts, because we can drive Obviously, it with yeah. a joystick. But um, hey, I got a steering wheel. Yeah, now. he has a steering wheel. He's bas- he's basically an F one driver. Yeah. Hey, um, you I'm know, I'm going to be the first six five F one driver next season. <laughs> Your head's going to be like this far out of the car. Yeah, yeah they're going to need to raise my halo a good foot. <laughs> you know, Zach Brown apparently is like having everybody test, and everybody's making jokes about how he wants everyone in the McLaren seat. He's oh, like. Yeah. And he wants Daniel Ricciardo to go to Formula E and all this stuff. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if you give him a call, he might uh, he might give you a test. Might stick me somewhere. <laughs> um, so this track is extremely challenging, and it's extremely interesting. I, I think what makes it so challenging is the setup mm-hmm. problem because it's extremely windy but also high speed. Yeah. So Isn't that why it's, like, dangerous? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. dangerous. I, I I feel like it's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Um, it's not, like, Monaco dangerous, but, yeah, but you're going way faster than Monaco. So. Yeah. Um, 
As for predictions, I don't really know, to be honest. I think it's a toss-up between Red Bull if they're at their best and Ferrari if they're at their best. I mean, the windiness is going to be Ferrari's, like, big point, but yeah. the straight is so long. It's like... That's where Red Bull is going to catch them up. But also, does Mercedes come into this? Does the flexi floors affect See, it? That's the thing. I'm not... I can't even make a prediction, I don't think, just because of the changes. Yeah. Like, I feel like... I feel like some cars are just going to be completely different. My gut is telling me Max isn't going to win. I don't know why. I yeah. can't tell you who's going to win. But my only prediction for this next race is that Max doesn't win. Oh, yeah? I I don't know if Leclerc wins. Mm-hmm. Maybe Sainz will win. I feel like we never talk about Sainz. Like he's, we, we sometimes do. He, wins, he won like, his one race. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. But I think it's going to be a great, great race. Yeah. I think we could have a six-horse race in this. Or five because Dr. Marco says that, per- that Paris sucks. So anyway, uh, yeah. So you don't have any other predictions? You don't think? I don't. I, it's it's. I have a feeling Mercedes could be a little bit better, uh, but I still think like you're right, and it'll be like a Red Bull Ferrari. I hope it's dry, man. Yeah, I hope it's dry. Yeah, I mean, Mercedes has decent results at this track, mm-hmm. so I feel like. I, I don't know. It's going to be – I think this is a great race to come back from the summer. Yeah. Obviously, Monza's coming up for um, Ferrari, which could be their biggest disaster yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like the way things go in F1 is you're like – the race where you like put all your stakes into is where it like gets screwed. Like I remember Mercedes had their like – had some anniversary race a couple years ago at silverstone and they all dressed up in old attire and yeah. i think like both cars did bad that year yeah so i think i think that's right so i don't know max's home race is coming up it's on my birthday too which is lit uh so i get to hopefully max will lose his home race <laughs> on my birthday yeah. um but i'm excited so i think that's about it for it's this gonna be episode. a good race to watch yeah coming up i'm excited well, thanks for coming and checking us out. Uh, we'll be breaking down all the races as always. We got that Vettel episode coming out soon too, uh, which we're about to record. So I'm really excited. That's why I brought his car today. Yeah. That's what it became a great prop. But yeah. I have his. I have a model of his last um, uh, Ferrari before he went to uh, Aston Martin. So and it came straight from Italy too, which is cool. So wow. shout out to Jaden for bringing that back from Italy. That's so awesome. Um, it costs way too much money, and I really want one that's this size, but uh, which is Mercedes. 118th scale, but Mercedes. So, anyway, all right, thanks for checking us out. We'll check you on the next one. Bye. Bye.